Welcome to the Drunk Nerds Podcast. I am your host for this week, the Jack of Hearts. And to my proverbial left side of the ring is the man... We've already used that joke. Also known uh, as... We can't, we can't use it. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> well, you know what? One of my co-hosts, Ginger Boy. How you been doing, Gingy? Hey, I'm doing good. I'll pause my music now. So I'm listening to R. Kelly Ignition Remix again. <laughs> Turn that off. All right, you now have my full attention. What 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 is this now? The Firefly Dash Nerds podcast? Is that what it is? <laughs> Are we talking about Firefly again? I'm I'm down for that. Let's do it. Little inside joke for the freaking audience and stuff that's listening right now. I think Knuckles or somebody had just typed in on our little Google Docs note. It's of drunk nerds. It's Firefly Dash Nerds that podcast episode. That, <laughs> that was me. I'm, I'm watching Firefly again. You heard it here, folks. Again. Ginger Boy takes all credit for that. Episode Again. 7, is that the yep. one where they break into the hospital? Oh, yes, it is. My... Yes, I, I'm actually, I, I'm, at, I'm at episode, I just finished 6, that's the next nice. one. Nice. <laughs> oh, it's just a good show. I don't know why I watch it, because every time, every, time every time I watch a show, like in the movie, yeah. I'm just like, I'm, I feel like, you know that when we watch a movie, you see the joke on Facebook, like you feel like your life is meaningless, <laughs> like the next 24 hours? <laughs> That's how I feel, like the next like six weeks after I finish watching Firefly, is like, what's the point anymore, you know? There's there's no more, there's no more, <laughs> no more, there's no, there's no serenity, my least favorite there's not going to be a serenity My least too. favorite episode is probably the one with, uh, God, what was that? The where they go through the where they're about to go through the EMP. It was like the uh, electromagnetic net or whatever they had. Oh, okay. I mean, my, my least favorite is the train job uh, one. I actually like that. The second episode, which is actually, it was actually it was, the funny thing is, like the one of the problems with that show was the fact that Fox aired that episode first, and that's technically the second episode. So when they introduced. So they introduce everybody to all these characters that have already established, you know, in episode one. But they aired episode two before one, so like that was one of the main issues. So you, if you started watching from episode, like from that, from when it showed when they originally aired, no, see, I'll say I'll start first time I watched it was, when it was on Netflix. So mm-hmm. I watched it for the first time like two years ago. Well, I'll That's tell you what, I've never watched. I have never personally watched Firefly, but I always constantly. Fucker. <laughs> He's off the show. Thank you. But I constantly see it at Walmart for and, about 15 right. bucks. Yeah. You have Netflix. Right, so we're looking for a new co-host, guys. So why the fuck you watch it for free? Because that answer entity's on there. Yeah. I will give you my password, and you can watch. You can watch Firefly. No, that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. I got Netflix and stuff. <laughs> I just haven't sat okay, down to well, watch then, it. Then all right, so quit recording. It'll be just me and Knuckles this episode. And you just yeah we we'll talk to you tomorrow when you're finished with the show. So you're going to like, the episode of the movie. 
so. the 45 minutes except for the first episode, which is an hour and 20 minutes. Um, Holy shit, that's yeah, like a so Twin it's Peaks it's episode, episode right there. Well, That's the length of an actual Twin Peaks they get, through, they get thrown in, so they had a... It was a two-part episode. But... It oh, two parts God. is also really good. Yes. Oh, it's so good. No, I, I just want to... Fuck this show. Let's go... No, guys, we'll record... It's going to be a five-minute episode this week. We're going to go watch Firefly, guys. That's what that's what we'll do. We're just gonna do a Firefly podcast. F it. Take my okay with that. I can I can stretch this out to like six years. Take me where the... I cannot. <laughs> a ship can bring you work. A gun will help you keep it. Oh, such a good show. Oh man, I want to watch it now. All right. Anyway, uh, Knuckles, how have you been, dude? I was all right until we started talking about Firefly. And... Are you sad again? Every time I talk about Firefly or something, I just get depressed. Yeah. <laughs> I'm serious. It's not good. It's not healthy. Like how it makes me, how Firefly makes me feel. Well, anyway, sorry about that little interruption. Sorry about that little interruption. No, we're just folks. gonna that out. Yeah, the reason why I just had to step out for a minute is just because my father, freaking like, uh, starts uh, like talking to me like outside my door, right? And uh, he had to inform me that there's all sorts of freaking like. Shark movies and stuff like that. I'm freaking sci-fi. Oh, you know those. Yeah, uh, we need to you know, talk about Sharknado. Dude, I have not I even watched. Oh, I want to watch that. I, it's supposed to be on tonight too. <laughs> it's on my. It's on my DVD. It's been on my DVR since premiere like a month ago, and I get to watch it. I'll watch it this week. I'll, I'll watch it this week, and then we can talk about it next week. Uh, yes, know. that sounds like a perfect I'm idea. Uh, you need a red light, like when you. Uh, on the outside of your door so it would let you know when you're recording. Yeah. I just, like, I just beat the crap on my parents and my sister and I tie them up and, like, <laughs> you know, just duct tape their mouth shut for, like, two hours I'll say every for me, Saturday uh, night. I have that red light, so like, no one's allowed in while I'm recording. <laughs> oh, no, they're right next to me right now. I mean, they're, they're struggling. Shut up. <laughs> the sandwich is right there. Yeah, see, they're they're in here, but they're just you know they they can't talk or move or. I think my dad still might be conscious, but I don't know. It'll be fine. Yeah, see, he broke his leg. My mom had the seizure. Oh Jesus oh, yeah. Christ! No, she's fine. Now we're going to this conversation. A little, little <laughs> foam coming out of the mouth. She's fine. Uh, okay, no, your, your, your role is to keep us on track. Okay, so yeah, I'm destroying the show. I'm sorry, <laughs> Firefly and kidnapping my parents. Anyway, let's go to what what we've been playing and stuff. Hey, Ginger Boy, you want to start us off? No. Tell uh, us about a little bit of Metro you Last Light. Start us off. <laughs> I should start us off. Yeah, start, us, start us off. off. Okay, right, go ahead. All right. Tell us what's going on with your uh, Animal Crossing. Uh, <laughs> well, you know, funny story with Animal Crossing and stuff. I got to that point where uh, I've just hit the roadblock. It's like, you know what? I've played so much of this game that I am really starving to play other stuff. So pretty much I'm close to about 50-hour mark. You know, just doing the stuff that I said I was doing a few weeks ago. And I got really to start to crave to play something else, so after Knuckles and I earlier on in the week started doing like a co-op thing for uh, Saints Row the Third, I decided just to go forth and just play a lot of the mission things for Saints Row the Third, and oh my 
God, I love the, that freaking game. <laughs> I'll tell you what. Welcome to 2011. Yeah. Well, you know what? 2011, 2013, I still played through the damn game, and my God, you know, it's just, there's just so many fun and memorable missions and memorable moments and stuff like that. Like, there's, just, there's this character. Reynolds! <laughs> Burt freaking Reynolds. <laughs> I know Burt Reynolds, the fuck, the freaking mayor of uh, <laughs> of the city stuff. You can actually call him in as like one of the one of the homies and stuff You're like that to help you battle. <laughs> no, but there's there's just one character and stuff like that that uh, oh man that speaks like with type of synthesizer type of like uh, like voice. Zemos. I forget his name. Shizer type. His name is Zemos. And it's, uh... Zemos! That's who it is. It's auto-tune thing, yeah. He has this... He's a yes. he's a pimp. He's dressed in purple. He has this auto-tune type of golden microphone thing to his neck. And every time he says something, it's always auto-tuned. And it's just so hilarious and stuff like... Yeah, my bad impression. Yeah, that's pretty bad. <laughs> uh, but... You can't auto-tune yourself? In fact, uh... What is it? Volition tried to before the voice for that for your character was going to be auto tuned, but yeah. they took it away. Yeah, they gave Zemo. Oh more, my god! Uh, more character. Actually, that's a okay that's probably that. was a better decision from that part. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. you'd be like a stereotypical pimp, otherwise, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I agree. Those were probably my favorite parts of the game. Was everything was emos? So that was yeah, it. I hated the shit with Angel. Oh, you hated the just the I, whole I shit of like Angel. The you, like that's the thing. I hate Hulk Hogan. Really? <laughs> that part was. I really enjoyed that part. So with, did I. With, uh, I my other favorite part would probably would be like the Tron yeah, level. The, the Tron oh right yeah, right, randomly in the toilet. Oh, the whole freaking Tron yeah. level and stuff where you tried to take out like that uh, the. The freaking gang leader and stuff for that, and it's all like virtual and shit. Yeah. Have you ever yeah. have you ever uh, dressed up awesome. as a toilet in the real world? <laughs> no. Oh, there is fucking hilarious. <laughs> is it just like a freaking toilet and stuff with a gun? I once dressed up like the dude from Big Lebowski and walked around downtown. That was fun. Oh man, though. Let me tell you, the first time I'm in that virtual world and stuff, and all of a sudden I just see the freaking outline of a goddamn toilet as my NPC, I'm like, oh man. <laughs> <laughs> I was highly expecting that he was just going to go shoot turds out of the damn toilet. <laughs> oh, why didn't they do that? That sounds uh, awesome. Yeah. <laughs> they should have done something like that. Plasma, a brown plasma burst come out. And then, like your special move, like your wild move, where the ball, the toilet lid comes off, and you just see like a rush of like brown diarrhea. It's like, (laughs) and your special called the upper decker. (laughs) And yeah, I'm not a dick though, but uh. Uh, which would be oh, yeah. kind of cool because the enemies in that gang, the enemy that gang was called the Deckers. Yeah. <laughs> so oh, do an upper decker on the Decker. <laughs> oh, that would be classic. 
Oh, well, you know what? Speaking a little bit about like some of the missions that uh, you didn't like, Jacob, and stuff like that. The some of the things with Angel and stuff. I mean, I got to admit though, there were some missions which were really kind of like uh, really funny. I like to the, be honest. Truth, there's this. Wasn't he the one that had that RC car that you piloted from the helicopter and that blew up on impact? Oh, oh man, I don't know. Uh, oh man, I don't really think back on that. I don't think it was Angel. I think it was somebody else. But no, oh, uh, no, Angel. Um, the mission I'm talking, I'm thinking about exactly is when you have to try to uh, build up your courage to face off against that Luchador dude. And basically, what happens is you have to escort this tiger around the town in this other passenger seat. <laughs> Spoiler. Yeah, I remember that. That's pretty funny. <laughs> That's fucking funny. It's like you have to freaking drift like a certain amount of like time and stuff just to calm the tiger down. And meanwhile, your FBC is like, oh, hey, you know what? It's like, hey, you know what? Angels is right. This is kind of invigorating. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's a great game. I can't wait till less than a month away till Saints Row the Fourth. Yeah, be awesome. Well, anyway, one more thing about Saints Row. Yeah, well, 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 oh, you're actually paying yeah, exactly. for that. I haven't paid for it yet. No, I haven't. I haven't pre-ordered through Amazon. I haven't paid for it yet. Oh you know, if, man! If, if I can't afford it, I can just go down to the regular edition. But I haven't pre-ordered just in case. Well, that sounds like a plan. I kind of want the $180 version of GTA Five. What? Oh, is that the one we were yeah, talking about? A fucking huge blend. on the show that never that the, no one ever heard oh, about. Yeah, or whatever. They're, yeah, yeah. But I don't have any place to put that, so... No, thank you. <laughs> we should have bought was the was a $1,200 Resident Evil 6 Special Edition one. It came with the Leon leather oh, jacket. Oh, dude, I want the fucking Wait, leather that was... jacket. Oh, jeez. I know, right? <laughs> yeah. Apparently, I think it only got released uh, in Japan, though. I'm sure people... I'm it's sure funny, Resident, Resident oh, I'm Evil sure no 5 one... uh, came with the Leon jacket. Yeah. No, it was six. Oh, fuck it. I'm not even going to pay $1,200. I, w- I was pissed off that I paid $60 for six. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you and about everybody else that paid money, money at all for that game. Yeah, but just imagine. It's funny, my buddy, actually, he was a friend of mine that we were talking about a few weeks ago. He actually, he's he's like the huge, he's a huge Resident Evil fan. He plays, he played every single Resident Evil that's come yeah. out since the first one. And... I, he said he bought it. He played like he played through the Leon campaign. Started the uh, the what's oh god what's the main Jake. bad guy from like the, the first five? Jay. He played. Yeah, he's, Jake, not a, yeah. he's not. Yeah, the he bad guy. His, he's the son of Wesker. Oh man, no, Wesker. This, that's what I mean. I can't remember. Albert Wesker. Wesker. Yeah, thank you. The son of Wesker, Jake. Yeah. Like he played the first two missions. He went up and AKA sold it like. He, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jake knows Kung Fu. But uh, he uh, he went up and sold it. He went up and sold it about probably about a month later after it came out, and he got like two dollars for it. Yeah. Oh what? What? Because it was already it was already because it dropped down like thirty dollars, and they had so many used copies. Yeah. We went to sell I went it. To Best Buy and, and uh, the same things. Like it was probably like two weeks after it came out or something. And I was like, Oh my uh, god! I bought the Walmart brand because it was like the Walmart where I worked at. It's like. Oh god damn it! It has a Walmart special edition thing in the corner, and you can't get rid of it just because it was printed on the case. Oh Jesus! Yeah, Christ. and uh, it's like don't. 
What did it come uh, with? What, what, did, what did it come with? <laughs> oh, that's and like I took it to Best Buy and traded it in. And I was like, "Yeah, we don't have this SKU." Are you kidding me? It's Resident Evil Six. It's like you don't have this Resident <laughs> Evil Six in anywhere. And it's like, "Yeah, we're gonna have to give you two dollars for it." <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! And that yeah, was like, with that was with that's the reason, fucking that's uh, why Best Buy. No the stickers. No. That was with the Best Buy double <laughs> points thing or whatever the the gamer program that they had that allows you to get double mm. the trade value. That is That's such a ripoff, though, man. I mean, I've never well, heard about because the problem. Well, um, no, sorry well, the thing that. is, a lot a lot of like GameStops and stuff, and like the store I used to work for another game place that was like GameStop. That's yeah, like, that's like local here in Iowa. And what we were, we would have games that been out for like, you know, a few weeks, but we'd have, but they weren't very good games, or like they were popular games, like they had a lot of build up to them. And what was that? Yeah. Um, two, two human. That came out. That was a pretty popular game. I remember it sold pretty well, like when it first came out. We had about six or seven used copies within like the first week and a half. <laughs> and normally, like the max value they give was like thirty five dollars for like a brand new game. Yeah. To store credit, and we were only giving out like. Ten fifteen dollars for a game about two weeks because we had like eight or nine used copies of it. Oh my god! Yeah, for two weeks because that's the problem is they because they based. I mean, obviously they're not going to keep buying in thirty copies of Resident Evil Six. Of course not. Used copies of the game for thirty dollars right. a piece. So I understand it, but it does. Does that, that's the only reason I still have it is because I was going to sell it too when I talked to him about it and he's like, he's like, yeah, I only got like two bucks for it. I'm like, I'll just I'll just yeah. keep it two dollars. Uh, yeah, I, I, I've actually, I, I, a couple months ago, like, I kind of talked myself into, like, it wasn't that bad. Oh, it so you're not bad. bad. <laughs> so so you're going to convince yourself. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I'm like, it wasn't, like, I, I was, was a, like, Chris like, was it wasn't that terrible. This, Jake was, eh. Leon was good. Yeah, like, but, I finished, uh, yeah, Leon, Leon was a lot of, Leon was pretty good. It was, it was, it was okay. But then, um, I, I beat Leon and I beat Jake's, like, the, like, when, for the first couple weeks after it came out. And I just quit like, playing see, it. With the, and I'm like, with the Jake, I heard, all I did was want to use Kung Fu against the zombies. Or in the, in the effect yeah. or whatever. And well, it was like, like when they were shooting at Chris... me, it was like, what the fuck? You're not, you're not Neo. What the hell? <laughs> it's like, yeah, I'm, it's I'm supposed to be Wesker with his abilities. Yeah, I go down in two hits. What the fuck? <laughs> well, what's stupid is like about the Resident Evil Six is they want to make a Gears of War, mm-hmm. but they want to they want it like the Gears of War game style, but they want the enemies to be exactly the same as they were in the other games. Where That's they, not they work. take like sixty shots to kill a well, guy, but there's only like there's, you have very limited ammo, and then like there's eight or nine of them at a time. So it's it, yeah, it was, no, that was the problem I had when I, I went was back, playing as a fucking Chris though. That's what I did. I went because I beat Jake and Leon when it first came out, and I went back and started playing as Chris. Like this is like probably in May or June, and I played the first two chapters. I'm like, no, this is garbage. Like this, this is this is awful. Like because I've beaten every single like I've beaten all six of the main story ones, and that's the only reason like I ke- I kind of want to go back and play it is so I can you know say I beat the first five. And that's the only reason why I still have it, really, the fact that it's not worth any money, too. But that's why I still have it, because I want to I wanna beat it and say I, you know, and continue the story on, so when 7 goes on, I can still actually understand the ridiculous story that is Resident Evil. Even though it doesn't make any sense. 
Well, it's no, just, making uh, pretty decent sense. The whole point of Resident Evil is a company is trying to produce bioweapons. And with each iteration yeah, and, like, of it... They've gone so far away each, from that. With each iteration of it is like the weapon, the bioweapons are changing. So... Yeah, well, what's, what's really stupid is like now they're stealing stuff from the movies and like they're adding things those from the movies, movies into burn. the game. Burn into a special pit of <laughs> Yeah, and those movies are awful. Like there is no... Like if I was the Resident Evil game developers, I would want to get as far away from those abortions of movies... As far because I okay, so the last Resident Evil movie I watched that I have never been so angry in my entire life. Like watching a movie, like it was so infuriating. Like it's a twenty minute movie, but it's in slow motion so much that it's like two hours long. Oh, which <laughs> one so was stu- it? Which one it, did you no, watch? No, there was a scene where uh, Alan. No, it was the. It was the last one that came out. I can't remember what it's called. But like, is that what? Yeah, the one where they're like underground and like they're like Russia. They're like, like Japan, and then went to Russia. Then they're in like New York or some shit like that. This one, they're like they're in like I remember they're fighting on ice at the end. But no, it's like there was a stupid scene where like Alice is just running down uh, like a long hallway and not doing, not actually really doing anything, and it was in slow motion. I'm like, why the fuck is this in slow motion? <laughs> there is no reason. Why is this so? It's a bullet time, and all she's doing is running. She is running, and it's thanks a for stealing time. my tweet, Jack. This is stupid. What? You seriously copied and pasted my tweet into your feed, and then you put it out. I did not copy oh, and paste. Oh, drama! I freaking just typed it out. <laughs> no, seriously, <laughs> it's like what I posted my oh, tweet snap, a minute ago. I still can't read your mine. Like fifty seconds. It was like one minute ago. Now it's like one minute. One minute. My tweet is above yours. Yeah, your tweet's above my mine, tweet. but mine one's first. <laughs> no, your tweet is above mine. Mine's under yours, so mine was first. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> and this is just a diversion to get away from the Resident Evil talk. Yeah, let's do that. Oh my god, that is too funny. So about Firefly, guys. Chirp, 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 chirp. I'm, I'm still. Let's, let, let's do this because you guys know how much. All right, I'm still in the show. I'm, I'm still so angry, Jack. Ginger Boy, what have you been playing? Uh, one second. I'm, I'm typing. You talk. Take my land. Take well, I'll just, give me like, t- give me, give me ten seconds. Give me ten seconds left to finish this tweet, and then we can. I'll edit this out, and then we can continue talking. I might just leave this in now. <laughs> okay, now here's something. Here's a tangent I want to get on. I want to get on a tangent real quick. I was having a conversation with a couple people okay. at work yesterday. Yeah. About I was listening to Elton John. I want and to I love, hear a rocket. I'm sorry, Sir Elton John. <laughs> Burn out my fumes out here. Alone. <laughs> Anyways, so I was listening to Sir Elton at work, mm-hmm. and I, everybody was annoyed because they don't understand what good music is. And <laughs> oh, Nicki Minaj and they kept, uh, Kanye they kept, West are good music. 
It's not about it's not about bitches and hoes and fat stacks, so it's not good music. So I was listen, I was, so I was listening to it in uh, Saturday Night Light, Saturday Night's All Right for a Fight came on. Yeah, and that's one of my all time favorite songs. And I'm like, what is this? I'm like, it's Sir Elton. I'm like, they're like Elton John's gay. Yeah, I'm you're like, right. Okay. He is gay. What's your boy? No, Still first, doesn't have the shit you listen to. First off, he is. <laughs> yeah, first, first off, <laughs> that's a good one, Douglas. He is gay. Yes. <laughs> And second, it is pronounced Sir Elton. It is Sir Elton John. You only pronounce... When you're talking about Sir Elton John, you say Sir, Sir Elton John. It is Sir freaking Elton John. That bugs the crap out of me. Treat him with respect. He's a freaking genius. I went and saw him in concert, and it was amazing. Really? Thank you. Uh, cool. That's awesome. Also, fun fact, my first concert ever... My first concert ever... Here's some you guys can rip on me for. Okay. I'm okay with that. I've come, about I've John, come, I'm not rip on I, have, I accept it. If it's not, it, if it's about Elton John, I'm not going to riff on you. No, because this was like, I went and saw him like two years ago. No, this was like seven. My first concert I ever went to in my entire life. Yeah. In sync. <laughs> That's the reaction I just expected. We're all just in silence. <laughs> I was trying to hold it in. God damn, That's horrible. Please, tell me something that could actually I'm sorry, hurt the ginger boy. Please. <laughs> Nope that that it's, it is that is indeed true. Did you at least wow. have a girl with my you? The first concert I went to, I uh, my cousin was there and she was a girl. I was seven. Okay, well, well he was seven for Christ's sakes. My aunt was there. All right, that's understandable. You were forced to go with him. Well, did you enjoy no, it? You were forced, forced to go with him. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, I was. Well, seven. You got in yeah. trouble. Yes. You broke a vase or something. Also, and then to be like, you're going to the Cincinnati concert with to, your cousin. No. To, to be fair, to be fair, uh, I think TLC and Britney Spears were there. So. Oh, hey TLC. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> Some about waterfalls. I don't remember. <laughs> don't go chasing waterfalls, okay? Yeah, there it is. Thank you. Uh. All right. Now I derailed the show for the 18th time in less than 30 minutes. Let's go. Uh, let's go on with yeah, the show. All right. what you been well, playing? all right, Ginger Boy. What a yeah. What you been playing, man? Oh, what yeah. a, are you talking yeah, to me? Yeah, talking to me. Talking to me. Okay. Okay. Cool. I have actually been playing a fairly new game, Metro Last Light. Okay. You have you gentlemen I heard think of I it? I have. No? <laughs> All right. Nice. All right. So if uh, if, you, if you guys don't remember uh, talking to you guys on the show and the listeners, um, I played Metro 2033. I believe I talked about it in the first episode. Did we? And, Did that ever uh, release? I'll admit. Yeah, no. We the first one they got messed up, and I talked about it on this oh. other one we actually did that did release, but. So, a lot of my complaints about the first one and my likes about the first one are going to kind of go with uh, this movie, uh, this game, because I feel like they didn't change much about as far as the gameplay goes. Yeah. Uh, I will admit the, the shooting is a lot better. I said in, the, in Metro 2033 that my complaint with... I mean, people complain a lot in the reviews was that the uh, the shooting was bad, that you pointed right at the enemies but didn't hit them. But uh, the game was built like that, I believe, on purpose, because the weapons you were using were garbage. You know, it was just built in the tunnels. You know, they weren't using the actual like up the you know, new new weapons. They're using ones that they just put together or make twenty years weapons. old. Okay. And in uh, this one, 
Yeah, makeshift weapons. In this one, they actually improve the shooting, so it's a lot yeah, better. Yeah, I feel it's, like everything... I've been you know, play, uh, FY, I've been playing that too, so I was like... Like, I feel like every time I got the hmm. aimed at the person at the head, I got the headshot. Yeah, yeah, so they, they definitely did. I think they didn't realize that the guys that made it, Deep Silver, didn't realize this would be that would be a big issue. Maybe they hope people, more people would understand why the aiming was so crappy in Metro 2033, but maybe they realized that it's better just to make it, you know, instead of instead trying to be more realistic, uh, instead of being a, a post-apocalyptic military shooter, you're uh, set in the 20, 20 years in the future. Uh, we're going to... Yeah, play. We're gonna put it into Call of Duty into the apocalypse. So essentially, which mm. I understand, they, that's something that needed to be done. I mean, because I think that was one of the main issues with people. One of the main issues I found, I remember with the game when it came out, was people complained a lot about the shooting. Um, so this this game, you play as the same guy, Artyom, as in Metro 23. It's a year later. This game is it's actually still based off the sequel to the book, Metro 2034. And it was initially called Metro 2034, and they changed it to Last Light. Not sure why, but my my I still have the same complaints where I don't understand the story so much as far as like with the psychic abilities with the uh, with the dark ones, the the people that were mutated. So basically, so let me back up here. So what happened was a nuclear war broke out in 2013, like World War Three or something, and Russia got nuked. And I'm not sure if the whole world's like this or if it's just Russia. But basically, everybody had to go underground to the metro and to from, like subway from what stations. I can tell, uh, I can, well, from what I can tell, like the whole world's like that, just because of they bring talk about the Nazis are there and yeah. So my, what my issue is with the story, the story is pretty solid. I don't like with the human aspect is fine. The dark ones. So basically, the people like some a lot of people eventually turn into these weird creatures. Because of the nuke, you know, the radiation, all the nuclear, all the radiation poisoning. Thank you, radiation, and everything. So that, and they turn into creatures. And these these weird enemies called the Dark Ones. And the first one, and I'm gonna spoil this. So uh, the first one, the ending, the spoil of the ending of the first one. So the ending of the first one. I hope you, you no, don't it's mind. No, for like five, six years. Yeah, and you you're playing the second one anyway. So at the end of the first one, you drop missiles on Russia and destroy no! all the Dark Ones. And Artyom actually has, like, a psychic connection with the Dark Ones, but they don't really explain in the first one. Like, you know what it is, but they don't really talk about it or explain what, why it matters at all. So I feel like, because it's based off a book, these Metro games are. Fun and fact. they don't really explain... Fun fact about the, it being based off a book. What? Um, if you're in Metro Last Light, if you're uh, in the, like, in the little Russian camp, there's a table mm-hmm. that has Metro 20... 2033 like, so the point of the, the Metro Last Light is they find out there's still, like, one more. They find a dark one out out on the on the surface, and basically the main point of the game is, so is our team's going to catch it. And they, the team, the people he's with, so the team, he, the people he's with, like, they want him to kill it so they can get rid of the dark ones. Which they're trying to kill him, so I understand why you want to destroy all the dark ones, but there's only one 
Why does it matter? I don't understand why it matters. He's still alive. Might, I think they're like I able to repopulate. Mean, I, they can be easily repopulated, but okay, okay. But really, I, I mean, what I didn't understand that's what is like, issue why is they, would you want to catch like, an experiment on it? Yeah, and that's what they were saying. Like, you know, that's kind of one of the, one of the other guys was saying. Yeah, that he got the fucking called a yeah, they want they want to kill him, but but so what I had to do actually because they don't like explain like they don't really go in depth with the story. It's kind of it's there's it not it's very vague what they talk about. So I actually kind of did some like research, not a lot, a little bit of research on the Metro universe. And so like I didn't understand why there's Nazis. And the first one I was confused why. So in the, in the Metro tunnels they broke up into three groups. There's like there's the Red Line, which is like which is like the communist group. Soviet Russia. There's the, you are the Red group, Line. Soviet Russia, yeah, and then there's our team's group. I'm not really sure. I can't remember what they're, they're the, called. They're like the they're the Rangers, yeah, like the, the top sol. They're, they're like the top soldiers, basically. But then, like, then they protect everybody like, else. Yeah, they're they're basically more democratic kind of thing. The US and then there's the Nazis. I didn't understand. Basically, yeah. So then there's the Nazis. I didn't understand like why would they just turn to Nazis? Like a bunch of them turn to Nazis all of a sudden. So I kind of I looked it up. And basically, in, in the Metro universe, Nazi Germany still exists. And that's what actually Nazi Germany bombed, is the one that nuked Russia. So, like, so the, in this game, the Nazi Germans are the, kind of like the main, at least in the beginning, those are like the, they're the main enemies. And you, 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 go through like a, you go through like a camp with a bunch of them in there, and like they still have the concentration camps and everything like that. And that cost, pretty much what's going on is these three groups... Was pretty- I'm sorry. That concentration camp scene was yeah. pretty weird. Yeah, yeah. Weird and like but, what so basically time what's away, going on is th- these three. What was that? <laughs> like they like every day. I was just every saying. Morning, so what? I'm sorry, guys. I'm just saying like weird and what type of uh, away knuckles? Uh, it's just like. <clears throat> well, like. Uh, I don't remember. You go ahead, like, knuckles. I played it last night and I've been like, drinking so. <laughs> Oh, well, okay. like pretty much every day, what they do is they they measure like they capture they capture a couple like red line people, and they they, they you're you're like all you got captured with them, and um, you're sitting there and there's four of you and like what they do is they measure their heads, basically every day like they measure everybody in, in the Nazi group they measure like their head and make sure they're like a certain size make sure like, they measure their entire body to make sure it matches like a certain size, and if they don't you get they kill you. Yeah, it's and basically like, like they took I mean, a step up from the blonde hair, blue eyes thing. So yeah, like they measure your, they make instead sure every of, part of your body matches. Of, like like a they're actually looking for the perfect human being or some shit. It was, it was ridiculous. Yeah. It was fucked up. So, no, the main story of the game, like the dark one, is kind of I guess the main story, but like you spend the bulk of it in this, the story where like. The Red Line, the Nazis, and our team's group, uh, they're pretty much beginning a war. And, like, they're trying to fight over this main station that you find at the end of the first one. It's called D6. And it's pretty much, it's, you know, it's got electricity, running water. It's pretty much the whole, like, just um, the Garden of Eden kind of thing. It's, like, the kind of thing they've been looking for for the entire 20 years they've been down these tunnels. And... Now they're like you know the Ardeans group is like his group people they're in there, and the red line the Nazis one in there too, and so that's the main story uh, with the game is you know is finding the dark one and then 
basically trying to make sure that D6 doesn't get taken over. But, I mean, with this game, I, I'm kind of on the same boat I was with the first one where, I mean, they improved the shooting, the atmosphere, like when you're in the tunnels fighting the humans, and the, sne- the sneaking is a lot better. That was the main issue is the sneaking in the, fr- in the first one wasn't very good. Like all you can do is crouch. And it's kind of the same way in this one, but I feel like you can – you can kind of go like you can, you're a little more like Batman a little bit like you can kind of like I feel like I feel more more bad of a badass like in these games where like there's a group of ten people in this room and like you go you stab one take them out go on you know you sneak around wait for their guy to turn his back and take him out as well and like you can eliminate a whole entire room without even like, shooting your gun. Um, the atmosphere is great. I've, it's not as uh, I feel it's not as little scary as it was in the in the first one. And then, uh, like I said, the like and then like fighting like so. There's enemies called the watch the watchmen. These are like the people that turned into the creatures. The and, basically, like, a pack just, of it's dogs. just absolutely yeah. But it's annoying because like I'll have a shotgun and I'll literally shoot them at point blank range in the head. Three or four times, and they don't really. Die. I don't have that problem. It's like and I shoot them with the shot, double barrel shotgun, they go down. I'm not using the barrel. No, I should use the barrel because I'm, I'm just using like I just I just souped up one of the one of the shotguns. I got pretty like probably a third of the way through the game, and I found it in the side room, and like that, that's kind of what I've, yeah, been, I've been using. I've is, been using double that, barrel. Those it, things go down like a ton of bricks. Okay, I'll try that. Cause like the one I was, I mean, that was just my that was my complaint was like, I mean the 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 ammo is supposed to be you know it's not you have to have a lot of ammo. The game is built to be more of like a suspenseful which, kind of game, is, and it's not so much which of like is weird, uh, it's not Call of Duty. Yeah, you say that, but I've I haven't had a Go problem ahead. with ammo yet. No, like in the beginning, like you're pretty, you're about I like I told you before the show, yeah. you're about in a third of the way through the game. But, like, towards, I would say from, like, probably halfway through to, like, three-fourths of the game, it just turns into, like, a Call of Duty shooter game. Where, like, you fight, you fight, obscene, you spend a good chunk of this game, that point, on the surface, which turns into you fighting a lot of Watchmen. Okay, and, that, uh, other, I, can, like, I other, see we're uh, on the creatures. surface, not having a lot of ammo. Because, like, when you're in the metro, it's mainly a lot of sneaking and, like, things like that. So you don't use a lot of ammo. But when you're in the surface, it just turns into, like, a Call of Duty. Like, there's just bombarded with enemies a lot. And I, that's where I kind of... I just had trouble. Like, I was running out of ammo quite a what'd bit. What did you think with the, uh, you think with the with the demons? I've actually... I've played both games. And I've only killed one demon in both of them. I didn't have a main... Like, I never had hmm. a big issue with them. Like they never, they I only got attacked by one in, in the first game, and I killed them. I mean, it was a bit of it was a pain in the ass to kill them, but I eventually got them. But I didn't like think they were. It was like a great or an epic battle or anything. No, I was, I was asking. It was like I, I, I okay. haven't well, I didn't know if you had. It. Like, it was like the bastard keeps flying around, and I can't get a shot off. Yeah, that's it's, that's really it's more annoying than anything with those things is like they just kind of fly. It's kind of like and I don't want to like that's maybe why I don't kill them is because it, it takes a lot of ammo. Like it could take a lot of ammo to kill them because they, they're flying all over the place and pain the ass to hit. So I, don't know, I would definitely say I mean I enjoy these games quite a bit. I complain about I'm complaining about them both of them both of them when I talk about them, but the atmosphere I just love the atmosphere of these games. I would think. 
I think they need to do a better job of explaining more in depth of the story. I mean, I don't understand. I still understand why it matters about the Dark Ones or the, the like, why he has psychic abilities. With like, he can understand the Dark Ones and things like that. Uh, that's that's my main issue with it is they you know just do a better job just do a better job of explaining the first one or explaining the story I mean of of Metro and don't just don't just say all right well this guy has psychic abilities with dark ones but these guys there's a war going out so make sure this war doesn't happen kind of thing and then you know that takes kind of throw you out there kind of he has psychic connection to the dark ones because his mom. His dad was a dark one, and his mom went out to the surface, and they got romanced, and about nine months later, the really? kid was born into the metro. Okay. Oh, no, I'm fucking around. I don't know what happened. Oh. <laughs> oh, okay. I was going to say it. Because they actually did, because they, I'm, I'm a little bit spoiled, they kind of mentioned something about that, about, like, one of the one of the people, like, it's not really, like, it's not a main part of the story, but, like, they were talking about. Like, he was talking to somebody in the game, and it's like, imagine if, like, one of us breeded with uh, one of the Dark Ones, and what would happen? So I thought maybe you were no, being serious. Yeah, like I was that, like, that, that, I was like, taking that, joke, that comment to a joke, so. Oh, okay. Okay, I thought maybe, like, that was no. actually a true statement. Okay. And uh, Metro 2033, so. first English edition, came out in January. I'm picking that up right now. Yeah, it's on Kindle. I was thinking about buying it a couple months ago when it first came out, because I, I do want to read that. Because this game does have me really intrigued with the story. The novel uh, the, behind uh, the, the universe. universe of, I kind of don't want it now. I would, yeah. I, I think I will eventually. I, I'll probably, I want to, I want to paper, I don't like having the online one, so I'll probably just order it, or if, if I can't find it at the store, I'll just buy it offline. That would be a good read. Yeah, essentially, that's, I've been playing Mitchell last lot too, so, and... <laughs> well, I mean, I've been talking about. Like, what do you? What do you? I mean, I know you're fairly early in the game, but what do you think of it so far? Yeah, for me personally, it's like Knuckles. I try to do the sneaking part, but there's like some points where you're just like, you can't take out all the spotlights because there's so many enemies nearby. Mm-hmm. And I was like, so eventually, I was just like, okay. I'm at a part right now where I'm trying to run through the Russian tunnels, and uh, like okay. they're in the construction so site and everything, and I'm trying game. to pass it by. I managed to kill. Um, yeah. a tip. I'll give you a tip real quick. Sorry to interrupt, but what I did in the beginning of the game, I found this worked a lot. But like that was my issue in the first one, the first half of the game. I picked up uh, with the machine gun. Like I carried a machine gun, a shotgun, and a pistol the entire time on the pistol and the machine gun. Oh, I do have a, I have a pistol on the I have a silencer on the revolver and I have a silencer on the SMG. Okay, because I find that helps out quite a bit. I with the think sneaking. I dropped my SMG for the AK-47, which once I get back to town mm-hmm. or something, I planned on uh, putting a silencer on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you can upgrade that you can buy weapon because ammo is currency in that game, so you can buy uh, stuff with it, but. I mean, that that was my main issue was with that. I mean, another tip is you're going to find a lot of snipers, like not a lot of not like sniper guns on, like, in the middle of the game. There is no point in that game at all to buy a sniper rifle. 
Like not yeah, like, like I can't I, I can't know. think of one point in that game where a sniper rifle was useful. Yeah, in the first part of the game where you uh, picked your weapons, I didn't even bother picking up the sniper rifle. I picked up the auto shoddy, yeah, the no point. SMG, and then the or the AK and then the pistol. That's exactly. And then right, right, yeah. right off the bat, I put the yeah, silencer on the pistol. Yeah, I would put one on the machine gun too. I mean, that I find that help quite a bit too, quite a bit too. Yeah, then it turns out like later that mission, you encounter like one or two enemies like in on the surface, and then uh, you get captured by the Third Reich. I was like, no, yeah. what the fuck? <laughs> What's the point of this? <laughs> yeah, they fully loaded yeah. me just to take it you away. You get it all back though. Yeah. Yeah, I was you like, get them I, back, I just found the assault rifle for the first time. Yeah. All right, let's go inside of our next topic, which is about the I Xbox One. There any games on for the Xbox One? Damn it! Oh, for crying out loud! You know what? I think there may actually be some form of gears. I mean, that that series, that franchise, is too popular just to die down. Yeah, I mean I, that it, gears. It was, uh, that one and God of War. Those. Try, it was me yeah. trying to segue to Xbox One topic. Okay. Okay. <laughs> it was a shitty segue, but oh well. But yeah, don't ruin the show, Knuckles. That's my job. But yeah, anyway, I pay for it. I can ruin it all I want. Okay. Nope, I edit it. I can ruin. I can edit out you ruining the show. <laughs> That's good. But yeah, <laughs> upon yeah, apparently for this Xbox One. Fuck you, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. So Microsoft decided to pull a 180 for their freaking Xbox no One way. indie game support. So wait, wait, so they've done two 180s, is that 60? Oh! Oh! Oh, bad joke. Oh, Sam's gonna love that. So, (laughs) so Microsoft now is saying... coming out in November. (laughs) ...that they're gonna be supporting indie games further, you know, indie developers further by dropping a lot of the developmental, like, uh, costs and stuff in order to, uh, you know, get their games published upon the Xbox One. Hmm. Well, personally, you know what? From what I think about this uh, this particular thing, moved by Microsoft, it's like, well, no shit. You should have done this in the first place instead of just going the complete opposite. <laughs> but uh, is this a little bit too little, too late now? Because it's like, okay, now you have indies that are just uh, you know frequent, you know, being interested in going inside the PS4 and stuff. I mean, we all know how Sony did and stuff with their E3 thing with a bunch of their indie developers. Just getting a bunch of games like on that system and stuff, and you see the Xbox One, and the only indie game that they showed pretty much was Minecraft. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's just uh, personally, I, well, yeah, I was barely an indie game anymore. Indie now. It was like, well, technically it is, but it's the yeah. most popular game out right now. But that was pretty close to indie that uh, Xbox One. By definition, it's an indie game. Yeah. So how do you guys feel about this? I feel... Yeah, Man, it's like, I'm, I'm going, I'm going to PS4 anyway, so at this point... Helping the smaller developers, but nah. So stick to your original guns. Yep. I'm only going yeah, to PS4, yeah, so lost I don't care at this point. So stick to yeah. your original guns, I would have respected at you this... more. Yeah, you know what? No, actually, I don't <laughs> care. Sorry, Gin- sorry, Ginger Boy, and Sev, you can go on with what you're saying. <laughs> Nope, I'm done. Fuck you, Jack. 
but no, uh, like, uh, their idea is to like add achievements and uh, cloud support to the new indie games. And those things weren't what <laughs> those things weren't a. Uh, oh yeah, they're also adding Connect. Woohoo! Uh, those things weren't <laughs> what made those indie games good. It was. Of course, I can't really think of, no offense to anyone, any real good indie games on the Xbox. Oh! I, I, downloaded, I downloaded a few. Oh. I think of, I played Avatar uh -oh. Warfare. That was pretty fun. Uh-uh! Was that? No, 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 no. <laughs> Did you play Bastion? Braid? Limbo? Oh! Those, you know what? Crickets? Those were decent indie those games indie for the 360. Games. Those were amazing. Those are some of my favorite games. Half of those games were, those from were full this... on arcade games, though. Those were, uh... Yeah, but those are technically indie yeah. developers yeah. that made those games. Like, Fez is an, indie, is, a, is an indie game. Two guys made that game. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Super Meat Boy. Two oh, guys made like that game. Indie Boy. game. Braid was made by one guy. He's a douche, but made by one guy. Uh, then you got Limbo. Yeah. Indie, it's an indie company. I mean, these aren't technically... They're not indie... In, this was before Microsoft had the indie rules yeah. on 360. That these they used to actually make these full blown arcade games. Right now, if it, if it doesn't have a publisher or developer or whatever, now it just gets thrown into the indie game market. So yep, there's like different levels of indie game. There's you know like kind of indie developers. So S speaking of Fez, <laughs> good segue. Hold up, hey Jack. Uh... Well, we got sort of some form of breaking news and stuff, and along the line to Fez creator Phil Fish, apparently inside of a little uh, emo type of rage, or whatever type of thing you want to interpret from this, apparently he has cancelled Fez 2. Apparently he's going to leave the game industry. <laughs> This comes from, like, uh, confirmations from, uh, like... His Twitter account? Yeah, his Twitter <laughs> account, plus, <laughs> plus, you know, Polygon and Joystick reporting, just reporting upon that, just confirming Polygon with him. Company. Yeah. <laughs> well, technically, he is Polygon. Like, it's him and one other guy that worked. It's his company he created, and it's just him and one other guy that worked there, so... Yeah, so basically, yeah, he's just is tired about a bunch of the, you know crap that he's been getting pitched on the internet, and he's like, you know what, I'm taking my ball and I'm going home. <laughs> mm -hmm. Which is why I don't want to work in the games industry. Yeah. yeah, yeah I'm going to stay in that market. I'm going oh. to stay in the market. I'm going to go to, maybe, hopefully, get hired onto a game company. But my focus is going to be on web design. You lose so. your job three years later. But yet... And it's still lose your job three, days, three years later. But yeah, yet, this much. comes like... For the thing about my... Sorry. <laughs> I'll say the thing about my majors, uh, I can uh, work from home, do whatever the fuck I want, so. And yeah. still leave your job three years later. At least we'll have to clear your office for everybody. That's good. Yeah. So, yeah, apparently. Like, oh, yeah. Right, I fired. Okay, <laughs> pick up my laptop. Walk out the door. <laughs> so, yeah, apparently. I mean, it's kind of upsetting. I mean, sorry to interrupt, Jack, but uh, it's okay. I am upset because I really, I mean, a lot of people like think uh, think Phil. People watch Indie Game the movie, which I love that movie. Um, it, he's in it, and it kind of talks about his, you know, him working on Fez, and it took him like five years to make it. 
people like he's a douchebag or he's an asshole, and I don't really get that. I think he's just he's just a he's very he he's very emotional kind of guy. He and he's very she gets he you could tell in that in that movie he's very stressed out. I mean, making it's literally him and one other guy, and in the, while that's going on, he's in a lawsuit with the guy that he started the company with, Polygon, about the yeah. game. So I mean, I can he takes this. I mean. I want to support this guy because he takes he's, he's, no, he's not just working on the next big thing that will make money. He's working on something that he has passion for and he loves and he loves to do this and he wants to make the and the Fez is a phenomenal game. And I'm, I'm upset to hear there's not going to be a Fez, uh, or Fez 2 and I'm upset that you know I'm just upset kind of how people on Twitter are acting about oh he's a douchebag or yo you shouldn't be so sensitive. I mean the amount of I mean you got to think this guy has over 30,000 followers and then people that played his game I'm sure he's and then the people that I mean he his thing in the movie when he's talking about it is people are just mad at him and hating on him on the internet for because it took him so long to make the game and now he's got people in there bitching about him on all kinds of stuff on Twitter people say well, don't be so sensitive I'm like what, what would you do if you had literally 15, 20, 30,000 people constantly, constantly you bitching at you just bitching at you for six years if you're if you're, a, if you're a content producer for the internet, you have to you have to monitor your community, but you also have to take a step back from it too. Yep. Yeah, but I mean, normally when you got like, if someone like this game sucks, and a lot of people say that, there's 50, 60 people working on this, and they probably don't see half of it. He is. He talks to the community. He it's him and one other guy that works yeah. in this company. He's the you know, and he's the face of Fez. I mean. And it's him. He's getting. He's seeing everything that's said to him. I, if it was me doing this, I would have a mental breakdown midway through making Fez one. I don't know. I said I'm done. I quit. I mean, honestly. I mean, if we're being honest right now, I, 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 I can, I'm pretty thick skinned. But I'm fifteen, twenty thousand people that are just bombarding you with the bitching at you about shit. I mean, there's so there's only so much crap you can take before you just finally say F yeah. It. I, yeah. Do I think Fez Two is canceled and he's just he's just given up on it now? No, I think maybe he's gonna take a break from it. I think maybe this is a heat of the moment kind of thing. He's he's gonna probably gonna regret saying this, but yeah, um, it's gonna get more hate when I he think, comes I think back. I think he does. <laughs> I think so, but he probably will. And he probably made it worse for himself, but I understand where he's coming from. And but I hope there is a Fez Two. I, you know, I, I like the guy, Phil Fish. I mean, like I said, if you haven't seen any game in the movie, it's on Netflix. Watch it. I've seen it like eight times. I love that movie. And he's he's a cool guy, and he just has passion for... That's for, You don't see a lot of people that have... He's, he's just one guy making this game, and he has passion for it. Yep. And I, and I want to see him make the games he wants to make. I mean, even if I don't like the games, he, he wants to make this game because he loves it. And I want to. I hope that this game comes out and then people like it. You know. Well, I understand that. Uh, well, anyway, and stuff. You know this uh, uh, this whole uh, thing about uh, Phil Fish uh, and stuff like that. Well, the reason. Well, not just the reason and stuff. This actually, this announcement occurred today. It was shortly, like, before the announcement stuff that uh, Fish and writer Marcus Beer broke out, like, uh, on Twitter and, you know, response to Beer's comment and stuff, like, during a recent episode of game trailers, like, Invisible Walls. I'm just reading off of, like, what Polygon has uh, posted on their website right here. 
So, apparently during the episode, Beer touched on the media's recent efforts to reach out to indie developers during the Xbox One's reversal on indie self-publishing. So, particularly, you know, like Jonathan Blow and Fish, who decided to go bananas and bitch and moan about press questions. So, apparently, here's some quotes. Like, gents, Beer said, you were the guys who did Indie Game the movie, and some of you looked relatively normal in it. One of you looked like a total toss pot in it. But you can't have it both ways. You're successful game designers, you're indie game designers. Hurrah, good for you, you fucking hipsters. That's Beer's actual comments, with Fish retorting (laughs) in harsh turn, later tweeting, I fucking hate this industry, for the negativity and criticism it's brought. You know, the back and forth, and the, you know, just Fish tweeting, hey, I'm done, Fez 2 is canceled, and stuff like that, blah, 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 so on and so forth. But, uh... In my personal opinion, no. I don't believe for one moment that Fez, I mean, Fez 2 is, like, canceled at all. I think Fish is just so tired and burnt out of all the internet stuff that he's just giving it a break. I mean, I'm not too sure. Maybe it is some sort of a PR stunt so he can actually do something, just just uh, get away from the whole freaking Twitter and all this other crap and stuff so he can go work on it, just with a maybe with a rest, rested mind or something like that. But, uh... Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't think it's gone by a long shot. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't. Yeah, I like I said. I think this is just the heat of the moment. It got to him, and he just, you know, he just kind of blew up. And he blew up with the, you know, he's he's gonna be. It's in the long term. It's probably gonna make it worse for him. But I can understand where he's at right now. So. Yep. I know. What do you think, Knuckles? Uh, I'm not sure. It's like if he um, did quit. And he does decide to come back. Yeah, it's like he um, is going to hurt him. And he's going to get more hate for it. But that's the internet. And it's like, the thing, yep. like I said earlier, is like if you're a content producer for the internet, yeah, you have to you look at you have to look at your uh, community. But then again, it's like you have to take a step back from it as well. Like you can't look at every comment just because like yep. it'll demoralize you and turn into your hate. It's like. And yeah, but I mean, I, I guess I mean looking at like say like we were say this show just blew up. We had twenty thousand. We look on iTunes. We had twenty thousand reviews, and fifteen thousand gave us one stars and said we sucked. I, I uh-huh. honestly, I would. I mean, that's gonna. I would t- and say like, hey, Ginger Boy is the worst part about this show. I'm not listening because of him. And then all fifteen thousand said that about me. I, I would be like, I'd say to you guys, no one. I mean, I would just say I'm done. And then I, 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 I try to talk you out of it because we're not really doing this to get big. We're doing yeah. it because we're enjoying it. Yeah, exactly. But same, you know, at the same time, though, is it's just like you got fifteen thousand people that say you suck at and something. Here's, or right, bitch about here's something. what you do on the internet: you don't engage the trolls, but you also tell them like, "Fuck off, listen to something different." Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, well, I I'm not saying it. I'm not going. I'm not going to engage them. But at the same time, though, it's like you're getting like. I mean, I. I mean, we're new at this, but I, I mean, I edit it, and I'm having a lot of fun doing this, and I have a lot of passion for it. I, I mean, I work on the theme song. It's not very good, but I work on it. I put a lot of time <laughs> into the show. Knuckles is paying for it, and everything like that we want this to succeed. But I mean, it's just like if people just came out and said that we, we work. I mean, we're not spent. We haven't spent five, six years on this, like like uh, Phil Fish has. But if people came out and said that you're terrible at this, I would be disheartened too about it. Like it would really, 
I would be really upset to hear that. People didn't and like my our show or didn't be, like uh, me. Drink some more. Let's get on the mic again. Let's rip on them. And let's do what we exactly. do. Exactly. fuck around. <laughs> yeah, that's fun. true. Knuckles obviously has a little th- bit of a thicker skin than I do, but I mean, I, I'm not saying like I like two or three comments would upset me, but you know, 15,000, 15,000, 20,000 have just bombarded with tweets uh, and stuff like that. I uh, understand let's make this a contest. To all the listeners out there, if you can get a... Uh, <laughs> oh, no. Uh, try to hurt Ginger Boy. Like, bring oh, your friends no. in. <laughs> Do you want me off the show? <laughs> no, nah, I'm going to help you through this. Don't worry. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to harden you. It was like, everyone on the <laughs> oh. listen to the show, comments... Just send me those dirty pictures again. You'll harden me real quick. <laughs> That's not what I meant. You know it. <laughs> um, everyone listens to the show. Send... Post a review, one star, talking about how Ginger Boy sucks. Don't, no, don't do that. No. Five star, but then complain about me. Do five star, do a three star. That's fine. Do a three star and complain about Ginger Boy. No. No, four star at least. Four stars. (laughs) Okay, go on his, uh, go on his Facebook and, uh, just talk shit to him to his face. There you go. I am Tyler Courtney on Facebook. Go on there, find me, and then complain about me. I prefer that. And then, right, then go on after you complain about me. Solution, and then we'll laugh. Yeah. And then after you complain about me on on Facebook. And uh, we'll, yeah. we'll start riffing on you. And whoever gets the most yeah. riffs, the funniest solution, gets to be the internet douche for the week. Is this, is this still you trying to figure out a way to upset me? Because like, I've, I've upset this. most no, of you guys like, already with, with comments. Not, I don't care. No, it was like, I'm trying to toughen you up, we, man. We found something to make fun of you about, maybe find something to make fun of Nuck, or Jack about. No, now we gotta find no something there's to nothing about that. It's me trying to help you no. to face the internet. And the best way for the inter- to you for you to face the internet is have the internet attack you. And yep. if you don't want to if I'm you don't want to target Ginger Boy, you can target me. Uh, search on Facebook for Knuckles DN. You'll see me, Jake No, Morgan. nobody, no, no. And... No. Nobody turn. No one gets to make fun of Knuckles but me. Knuckles is my bitch. Yeah, you okay? wish. You, you can't afford. Knuckles. <laughs> uh, but uh, well, well, I if can. you don't want to trash talk Knuckles or trash talk uh, Ginger Boy, trash talk me, find me on Facebook. It's like, yeah, we'll still do the same mm-hmm. thing we're gonna do to Ginger Boy. Trash talk you all and uh, enjoy our show. Yep. Yep. If you guys, yeah, if you don't, if you guys show, don't listen, which you. I hope you do, we don't care if this is our show. Uh, well, if they're not listening, they yeah, if they're not listening, whatever. That's We're true. doing this because we enjoy it. <laughs> yes. This is Trunk Story Time, brought to you by Ginger Boy. No, 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 no. Now, it's time for another... Stop. Stop right now. You can't have another once you just start, once we just started. I know. This is the inaugural <laughs> drunk story time. Okay. I like that though. I'm gonna, I'm gonna make that. Uh, we're, we're, I'm gonna make it bumpers eventually when I have time. Are we, I'll, get are, our, are, I'll get our techno DJ on it. So there you go. The, but we, the, yeah, the, we also need. It. Yeah. Okay. Anyways. So wait, did we set it up already? Is that we can, we can, we're doing? Go into right? your drunk story time. Damn it. Okay, well, I'm gonna well, let me take one more drink of my beer. One more drink. Anyways, okay, so welcome to the 
first ever edition of Drunk Story Time. Um, this is, I don't think this is going to be a regular subject because I only, I only have a handful of stories uh, that I can think of at this point. I'm sure Knuckles could think of a couple, maybe Jack. Just something we could bring up periodically. Uh, this is a story uh, of something that uh, happened a few years ago. Uh, some some friends and I uh, went up to, I live here in Iowa, for those of you who don't know. We went up to Ames, Iowa, which is about an hour from here where I live in Des Moines. Uh, to the Iowa, which is where Iowa State University is, yeah, university is, and we were by there because my, my uh, buddy Alex, the girl he was dating, she lives up there, so we got invited to this party at her house. It was uh, me, my buddies Justin, John, Will, and Alex all went to this, and we drove up there, and we brought a case of Bud Heavy, and uh, we had a bottle of Sailor Jerry and some Dr Pepper. And because we didn't know, we didn't know what was what was going on with this party. Was it a was it bring your own beer, or was it like they had their own or whatever? So we got there and we're just kind of chilling. Like just introduced ourselves to some people and like the guys, like there's like four or five guys heading this whole thing up, and they're like you can kind of tell they're like the douchey college guys and stuff and whatever. So they have this huge cooler, probably I think they was like, I think it was like a probably a ten gallon cooler, and it was filled. With like this weird drink, I mean, I don't remember what it was. Buffalo it had buffalo in the name, that's what I remember. But there's all kinds of different alcohols and like punch and stuff like that. But I remember all I remember it was red, it was slushy, and it had gummy worms in it. Excellent. Oh. Yeah. So, I so I just thought like you just walk up. I've been to like a lot of other frat parties. It was, it was an Iowa State frat party, and I've been to a lot of frat parties, and it's just you know free out. You just drink whatever. They just you know you make your own, get your own beer or whatever. So I walk up and um, I feel like they had the cups, the little plastic cups next to it. And I just I filled up, and I walk out. I walk over and I start just kind of BSing with my buddies. My buddy Will walks over, and he walks. He goes to fill up his own cup, and these like these guys just stop and just like just start bitching at him, like just ripping him apart about that. Like, you, you know, it's, they wanted five dollars for every cup you got, and it was like it wasn't even like a full like twelve ounce cup. I'm talking it was like an eight ounce. Five dollars. It was probably a six to eight ounce. Yeah, it was a six to eight ounce cup. Like, there's over a hundred dollars of alcohol in here. We got like Everclear, we got vodka and whatever in there. And they just like we're just standing. I'm like, we didn't know. I'm sorry. Like they didn't catch me kept, like drinking it. It tastes like it tastes like ass. It was terrible. Yeah, but so that's what happens when you <laughs> mix like pour a bunch of alcohol into a fucking tub and mix it together. Yeah, that shit doesn't and, and, taste good. It's just designed to fuck you up. So, I mean, they just, yep. they were just dicks. And so the rest of, like, they were just dicks to us. Like, we just got an argument with them. Like, whatever. And we didn't want to leave because, like, my buddy Alex doesn't get to see his, like, the girl he was dating a lot. So, like, we just drove an hour and a half to this party. So, like, we're not, we'll let him go and handle his girlfriend. So we actually went to, like, John, uh, Justin, Will, and I went out in the front porch to hang out. And there was, like, six or seven other people out there. And we're just kind of BSing with them. And basically the same thing happened with these, like, I guess these guys are just huge assholes. And, like, everybody that, like, a lot of these people that are on the front porch we were talking to were in the same situation where they came with friends that had friends at this party. And they didn't want to, and they couldn't leave, so they just, they were just hanging out on the front porch and just BS with everybody else. So apparently these guys were just assholes yeah. with everybody. So we went, we just sat out there, we took our, our Sailor Jerry, our bottle of Sailor Jerry and Dark Pepper and our Butt Heavy. And the four of us and, like, these other people just got drunk together and everything like that. And then uh, there was a bar next door. To the, the the house, we walked over, got like drunk. Oh, that's excellent. Yeah, so we played, so we played pool for like two hours, 
And it was like 1 o'clock in the morning. We've been there for like 3 or 4 hours. And my buddy, so we're back on the front porch now. And he looks at me. And he's, my buddy Justin, he's like, dude, I gotta take a piss. Where's, you know where the bathroom is? And I'm like, I look at, I look at him, I look at John, I look at Will. And I'm just like, you know what we should do, guys? We should piss in their, in their uh, cooler. <laughs> oh, <shit>. <laughs> yes! <laughs> and, and I'm just like, and I just kind of said it like, look, we were, I was really, we were all really drunk at this time. So I said it like, like I was being somewhat serious, but I said it jokingly. And like, it just kind of like, all right, let's do it. And my buddy, like, Will looks at me. He's like, I don't you, get drunk, you get a group of drunk people and you start to, like, you say something, even if it is a joke, it happens. They'll do it. Yeah. yeah. So, so, like, my buddy Will looks at me. He's like, dude, I got pissed too. I'm like, okay then. So, but, like, so pretty much the entire time, though, after this happened, like, these guys were just, like, guarding the cooler. Because, like, there was, like, there was the yeah. off in the kitchen. Then there was, like, a living room area. And then there was, like, the side room where, like, pretty much everybody was hanging out. There was, like, 40 or 50 people at this party. And there was a side room where pretty much everybody was hanging out. There's always, like, one or two people, like, on guard of this cooler after the incident with us happened. So we just, all right, well, yeah. let's, let's wait until we get an opening. So finally we got an opening. Like, a little bit, like, 10, 15 minutes later we got an opening. And, like, so we walk over, and buddy, uh, buddy Justin walks, and, like, part of the kitchen is blocked off by a wall. So he grabs one of yeah. the cups, and so does Will, and they both pee in it. And we look around, <laughs> and I'm, like, I'm, on, I'm, on, I'm on guard watching this all. Alex is off with his girlfriend the entire time. There's no idea what's going on. So, like, we're, we're I'm, I'm on guard watching everything like that. And, like, we like they both, and, like, it wasn't like they just dumped it in there. Like, it was a slow pour throughout the entire, just make sure it got mixed in all together. Oh. Both of them did the same thing, and like we just poured it in there, and and I remember like we just kind of sit there for a couple seconds, and nobody was coming over, so I ran over and I shook it up really good, just make sure it all mixed in very well, and um so we uh so maybe twenty or thirty seconds later after this all happened, like eight or nine people walk over and fill up their cups with it, like it was the same guy, it was the same guy. <laughs> and it was the same guys that were like being assholes to us the entire time. So I'm like, yes, yeah, thank God, because like I didn't want like karma just hanging out at the party like that were I don't want people you know just random people hanging out at the party to do this happen to. But so the eight or nine people like the same guys that did it and a few other people and stuff like that. And they walk in, yeah. and we're just hanging out in the living room now and like watching like the people in the side room. And they're just sitting there BSing like in the music playing stuff like that, and nobody's drinking it. Everyone's like, come on, man. Someone drink. Someone take a drink. Someone take a drink. My buddy Will just runs in like with his beer into the party and just yells, social! And everybody's like, yeah! And they just chug their drinks. <laughs> oh, shit. Social! <laughs> and I, I will, to this day, I will not forget the image on this guy. I was like, because we were all, like, we all, when he, he ran in there, we all ran in there too to watch it. And this guy next to me, like, he was one of the guys that got his drink. He just, he chugs his cup, and he looks at me, he goes, he, like, puckers his face a little bit, like he just sucked on a lemon. He looks at me, he's like, that's got a little train to it. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And that, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> that, ladies and gentlemen, is why you don't be a dick to Ginger Boy and his friends, and then leave your drinks unattended. <laughs> oh my god that is so awesome hilarious <laughs> well the funny part is though like the, they like my buddy Alex told kind of end up the, the story like my buddy Alex he told his girlfriend obviously don't drink out the cooler 
so they kind of put so they like like the party basically ended like like probably an hour later ended and people kept filling up drinks and drinking out of it too probably a good 20 or 30 people like we saw drink out of it <clears throat> and um oh my god so like so basically he told he told uh, his girlfriend hey don't drink out of that like something happened to it so she went obviously told because she was friends with all the people there like don't drink out of that so the word spread obviously and they just dumped the whole thing out and so, and she she blamed me and like uh, she blamed us for it and like say I know it was you guys. I'm like we didn't do it. Like we were oh, the, we were at the bar in the front porch the entire time. <laughs> like we were like we were like I was like we were legitimately upset with her. Like she was blaming us for us. Like we were just playing it off perfectly. Like we were at the bar the entire time playing pool. We just came back a little bit ago because we we're getting ready to leave. And she's like I know it was you guys and stuff and like. This happened about three years ago, about a year, year and a half, a year, about a year and a half ago. I see her because I didn't see her very often. I saw her, and she's like, "You know what, Tyler? I'm, I'm going to apologize to you. I mean, like, that wasn't fair of me to blame me for that. I mean, I don't know, I didn't, I don't know if it was you or not that did that." And so she actually apologized to me for for getting mad with like, for blaming me for it. I'm just like, I, I, I understand, I understand you're upset. Um, it's okay. Like, I'm not mad at you about it. I honestly completely forgot about it until you said something. So I, I played it off like I didn't even like, but to this day I'm just like, well, we and my buddies we talk about that every so often and it's just like it's one of our one of my fondest memories. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Social. Yeah, just me. I mean, I lost my buddy. Like me, me and my buddy John. Like when he yelled oh social, we wanted everybody chug that. My buddy John, he ran out the door like he almost threw up. He was gagging, and we were we just ran outside <laughs> after this happened, and we're just like we're just we laughed and laughed for a good ten to fifteen minutes. Oh, oh. and it helps because I'm a huge Iowa Hawkeye fan, and I hate Iowa State. So that made it so much. Oh, oh so you must have hated that topic you made it last week. Yeah, I ripped you for it last week. Oh my god. Yeah, so I was just like. So it just made it that much better, the fact that it was Iowa State people. Because Iowa State people are douchey. Oh, that, dude, that story could have came in so well last week. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh man. man. So, hope you guys enjoyed our initial uh, drunk story time. Like I said, I don't think this is going to be a, a regular thing, but every now and again... You know, if, if I could think of something crazy, I'm sure there's some crazy stuff that I did when I was, you know, <laughs> high school or a little bit younger. So, if you know, if you guys think something funny or crazy happened, mention it. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. Uh, da, 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 truth or bullshit. Which one is it? Truth. Or... Bullshit. He sounds like he's sucking on a light wang, doesn't it? It has a little twang to it. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well, this is the part of the show where I tell three statements to my co-host, two of which are bullshit. These statements okay. can range between anything gaming and gaming news to the latest episode of Pokemon. Oh, God. Yep, alright, no, let's begin. That show's still going? Actually, yeah, it is. Holy crap, it's like season 20. And strong, too. Yeah. Uh, first one. Veterans from Blizzard and Bioware are leaving their prospective companies to help form an old, 
with the help of an old rival company. These, uh, the newly created huh. San Diego-based duo, Dev Studio, sorry, misspelled, Dev Studio, um, created, mul- or it's called Molten Games, emerged from, it's, um, emerged from nothing the other day, and announcing that it's working on a free-to-play AAA online PC game from, with the, the multi-million dollar investment from NCSoft. Alright. Hmm. Keep it yourself. I'm gonna say two more, and then you can decide which one's bullshit and which one's true. Okay. Okay. Alright, next one. Rue, uh. Rue. Alright, no, go ahead. Before I say it, um, which one did you. Which one do y'all think the first one was? Hmm. Truth. I think the. Okay. I think the first one I think was true. Alright. Rue, uh, Weefsiara, founder of Ready at Dawn, said in an interview to, with the Game Industry International that I think the problem right now is, I think the problem is right now with the retail, our retailer outlets or that everyone is ready for a ride. You can't make a, oh shit, fucked up, my bad. Uh, edit that out. Nope. Yay, better. <laughs> I think the problem right now, the problem is right now is there are retail outlets that are really taking taking everyone for a ride. You can't make a living model. You can't make a living at the expense of everyone else. To which he was criticizing GameStop's business model. Mm-hmm. Okay. The founder of Raidon, which one do you think? True I think that was true as well. Bullshit. It's true as well. I think. Yeah, well, you know what? That does sound plausible, but I'll go with bullshit for this one. Okay. All right, uh, Ginger Boy, you can't say two is true because obviously two of them are bullshit. I thought you said there's three of them. There's two of which are bullshit. Oh, I thought two were true and one was BS. Okay. All right, I misheard. All right, go on the third one. Then. Uh, this one's kind of easy. Uh. I think Ginger Boy is a nice person. <laughs> oh, so there's your BS then, right? <laughs> so there, there are two are obviously BS. I thought we said we were going to do this. Before the show started, Knuckles was like, we need to be nicer to each other. And then he comes on and rips on me. <laughs> No, screw it. I, I said we can't be too hard on each other. It's like, yeah, we no, can make jokes. No. I said we can make jokes about each other, but it can't be too rough. The gloves are off. Oh, well, I'm going to oh, be rough. I said I think I'm you were rough. rough and damn. Yeah, and I'm going to assume you're going to call that one. I'm saying the third one is true and the other two are BS. What about Jack? You better answer this one correctly. I say the first one. I edit one. the podcast. Remember that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I'll just go ahead and just say what they were. No, 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 Jack, Jack. No, no, no. no, no. Knuckle, shut up. Knuckle, shut up. Knuckle, shut up. Knuckle, shut up. Jack, what what, what do you think? Which one's one's true? (laughs) (laughs) I think the first one's true. Oh, Oh, every time, every time Jack goes to talk in this episode, it's going to be... Both of you are actually yeah. 
the fighter <laughs> Red Dawn was true. Talking this. Oh, the second one was one. true. Yeah. The first one, Veterans from Blizzard and uh, Sony Online Inter- Entertainment are leaving the perspective. Oh. Well, that shows how much I know. <laughs> yeah, and I think Judge Boy's kind of a douche, but overall is a nice oh. guy. But the, <laughs> yeah, he's the a nice guy. The third one was in general false. Yeah. Fuck you, Knuckles. <laughs> right, I want you to remember I edit the show. Our, that concludes our episode of Truth or Bullshit. Tune in next week where we find something else to, that Truth or Bullshit. I'm gonna turn. I'm gonna turn Knuckles' audio like all the way down in this episode now when I edit it. That'd be just a little whisper. It wouldn't be the first time I did that. Well, if you don't have an echo, uh, then I'll be more than happy to turn it up. I turned it up in the last one. Did you notice that? I turned it way up, just for you. I didn't. I turned that. To it. Oh wow! <laughs> so you wait. So you're telling me you don't listen to the podcast? No, I don't okay. listen to episodes of mine because we are. I already know what's going on. So okay, good to know then. Hmm. But I will in depth listen to this episode now. Okay, you you go ahead and listen to this one. Just wait till episode eight, asshole. Or just like re-record his audio and stuff, and instead of just like his regular speak, you just record yourself just yelling "social." <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wish I had that. I wish I had Will doing that. Oh my uh, god! Recorded that. I would actually make that just like the, like like every time something random happens, it's social. That could be our new thing in the middle of the podcast. I just yell. Someone just yells "social," and the person that listens has to take a drink. That'd be awesome. Oh my god. The drunk I'm drinking drinking game. Yeah! Every time we one of us fucks up, you take a drink. Yo, Every I was time actually, we I was, make fun of each other, take a shot. Yeah. Oh god, if you listen to the first six episodes, you're going to be dead. But, yeah. no, I, I, was on, I, was on, I was on the internet, I was looking at stuff, and I found that there is there is drinking rules to Rocky. And I'm yeah, like, oh my god. I know uh, Talking Ship talked about that. Oh, oh really? Okay. I just I just saw it like uh, during the week. Like every like time every, he every he, time he shadow boxes, take a drink. Uh, every time he every time he hits somebody, take a drink. Uh, every time uh, every time he says you know, <laughs> take a drink. I'm like, this sounds amazing. You know, I, you know, you know. I can't wait. I'm, why don't I just do Christopher Walken <laughs> there? You know. Oh, I, I forgot to mention, guys. I'm actually I am working on what? a parody song. Yeah. Oh, cool. All right, smelly pirate. Yeah. yeah. I, don't, I take that as a compliment. I'm not that good. Though. No, I was I was joking around at work the other day. Are you Yoshi Fit or are you smelly pirate? A little, a little bit of both. Just not as funny. Smelly pirate fit. Yeah. Boy, Ginger. All right, uh, guys, but keep right back in just a moment. Okay. Well, I'll keep talking. No. So I was I was listening to uh, some Bob Dylan at work the other day. And I was sitting there singing like oh, Bob shit. Dylan, and I'm just like, I, I could do a pretty decent Bob Dylan. And then Tingle Up and Blues came on, and I just started singing Tingle Up and Booze. Just like, I'm on to something here. So I was kind of looking up the lyrics, and I, I'm not saying it's gonna be soon, if ever, but I might eventually. There might be a parody song on Drunk Dash Nerd's podcast. Hmm. The Tingle Up and Booze, you know. I'm working on it. I'm like this guy. I don't know. I, I don't know. I, like when I get drunk. Fun fact about me: when I get drunk, I like to, I like to like just 
like make fun of people at the bars and like what like say what they say but say like Bob Dylan. So I might just, turn that to a song. I do want to say though, real quick, uh, if Rooster Teeth has a new podcast called The Patch, and every week so far, except for last week, have they've had the same show notes we've had. So I'm going to say it right now, RoosterTeeth.com, <laughs> you are stealing our show. Yeah, we re- we record like a week before we had, we we we, we, took, we put this out, so obviously they're stealing our shows. Yeah, they must get stop sending them an early copy of our show knuckles. So that way they'll stop stealing our stuff. Well, no, um, we release our no. We when we release it on Wednesday, they talk about it the next Monday. Wait, seriously? So it's like a week and a half later than us? Yeah. This is some bullshit. I don't like the guys. I don't listen to the show anyways. I don't like them, so it's fine. Mm. Tangled up in booze. Yeah. <laughs> See? Huh? Not bad, huh? Not yeah, bad. Not bad. Yeah, see, see. Kind of now we're about Maggie's. What? Not Bob Dylan. You kind of sound. What is it? Uh, Tom Petty. No. Uh, fucking what is it? Randy Newman. Oh man. <laughs> no, that's not right. Randy Newman. Like lady takes a bite out of the apple. Another bite. Now she chews it one time, two times, three times. <laughs> You're better, you Bob. F- you have a better Bob Dylan impression. Like you're, you're. <laughs> My Bob Dylan sounds like you're like Bob Randy Dylan Newman. Pressure is better. Than, is your better than your Randy Newman impression? And your I'm Bob okay Dylan impression sounds like Randy Newman. Damn it! <laughs> you got a friend in me. You got a friend in me. <laughs> Dang it! Damn it! This sucks. Now I feel like I'm, I'm gonna listen to. Her. Randy Newman now. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to redo Randy Newman's You Got a Friend in Me as Bob Dylan. <laughs> you got a friend in me. You got a friend in me. Damn it. I'm listening to You Got a Friend in Me right now. No. Where's Jack at? I'm here. Jack, you got a friend in me. <laughs> 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 you guys were saying something about my back, weren't you? No, no actually, we were talking about my parody song. See, I, I'm doing. I'm gonna stop. We talk shit to you while you're here. Why the fuck will we talk? Yeah, shit we don't do on your back. Yeah. <laughs> okay, no, I, 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 okay. I told. I was talking about how I was. I was doing a Bob Dylan impression uh, at work. Yeah. And I realized it was pretty decent, so I was. I was listening to Tangled Up in Blues, and I want to do it as. T- I want to do it as Tangled Up in Blues. In my Bob Dylan voice, and he said, "I sound more like Randy Newman." So I'm like, "You got a friend in me. You got a friend in me." You know, and he said, "I don't know. I'm not very, not very happy." About it. So I'm listening to "You Got a Friend in Me" while I'm talking to you. <laughs> you got a friend in me. I can't, I can't sing like. In you me. got a friend in me. <laughs> you know what? True story. Sam, you know, you from Barney? Geek Time and stuff like that, and me were like on like a little uh, little chat or something like one time, the video chat, and I kept cracking him up because I kept doing a Bob Dylan impression. <laughs> 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 
Knocking on heaven's door. <laughs> hey, who's going near the door? No. <laughs> you know, I was actually really hoping you would call me out on that, but it turns out, no. Yeah. Uh, not going to work out Maggie's farm no more. You hear no, me, yeah, Nicole? Really you hear me, damn? I was really hoping Tyler would uh, call me out on that shit. <laughs> but no, apparently I was able to disprove him, disproving me. So, yeah, he, I was him, joking about that Randy me. Newman shit. Oh, thank God. I was really upset about that. <laughs> well, now I still want to go back and just redo Randy Newman's You Got a Friend of Me as, as Bob Dylan. That's my new thing. I'm going to do it. <laughs> okay. Oh, listen to the shit. We're all right. All right, let's just get to the shout-outs and end this Leave thing, shall we? We together! Uh, sorry. So... <laughs> so, apparently from what... No, we, wait, hold up. Actually, gathered. All right, hold up. What? Let Tyler do your shout-outs as okay. Bob Dylan. Oh, okay. okay. Oh, a challenge. Let me look at the shout-outs here. All right, Jack's got some, got some shout-outs for us now. We got Agent Iran903! <laughs> Bubblegum! And Kojak Delta! Knock, knock, knocking on heaven's door! There we go. <laughs> Those are my shout outs. Okay, hope you enjoyed your shout outs, guys. Or girl, I don't know. I don't know yet. Bubblegum, Bubblegum, Bubblegum is the girl! Alright! From British um, England. Wait, British England? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, she lives in London. <laughs> London, England. <laughs> <laughs> all right, for all you, got, all you people all out right. there, um, guys, and one girl. Um, one girl. I've, I've been Knuckles. <laughs> okay, assholes. <laughs> not gonna take your. I, I was following your fucking lead, Tyler, and you're you're not gonna. Do no, it. I was waiting for Jack to go. Go, go, Jack. Oh, okay. Start over. Oh, I'm Knuckles, sorry. Go, Knuckles, then Jack, then me. All right, for all you guys and girls listening, yeah, girl, we probably have one girl listening right now. Um, my mom. I've been Knuckles, <laughs> and I've been the Jack of Hearts. And I've been Bob Dylan as Randy Newman. Playing the voice of Tyler Courtney. Playing the voice of Ginger Boy. Who's Tyler Courtney? beers there. Anyways, we're on iTunes now, so go on there, check us out, and if you like us, leave us a review, and we'll even shout you out, and Jack will send you his credit card number.